This is the Source of Innovation podcast. I'm your host, Robert Brothe. Today we're operating out of the New York Biz Lab, and I'm here with uh, Rick Dorico from the New York Biz Lab. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. It's a great day. It's great to be here and have you with us. Great. Uh, so uh, let's start off with, uh, tell us a little bit about how the New York Biz Lab got started. Oh, sure. Well, Tony Civitella, he's my boss, and uh, he's also the CEO and uh, president of TransFinder, about two blocks down State Street. Um, he really wanted to find a way to keep the region's best and brightest right here. He just felt like we were seeing too many st- students graduate and leave. And he said, you know, even if we could save 2%, if we could keep, I'm not look, looking to keep every single student here, but he goes, even if we can keep 1% or 2% of the students that graduate and leave here, stay here, give them reasons to stay here, then um, we could build this whole tech ecosystem. And so that was the idea behind buying this building. This is a 1959, it was a, f- a former bank. It was always a bank. And um, it had been um, pretty much empty with the exception of, you know, First Niagara had been here. And uh, so this is where he said, let's um, make this really cool space. And uh, we'll get some tech companies here and create an uh, ecosystem that's connected. Excellent. So let's talk about some of the companies that, are, uh, that make the Biz Lab home. Sure. Well, you know, I got to say, I, I always kind of feel like I have to start with the first company because the first is like a special, you know, because sure. they believed in you. They believe in you um, when uh, you're just still an idea. So that first company is sure done, and they're an e-commerce platform. And they moved in here actually literally two, two years ago to, uh, from today, pretty much. And, um, you know, that was one of those companies that came through people. One thing that I hope will come through our conversation is just the importance of people. Robert, you you and I have known each other for years, and that idea that, you know, you build relationships, and um, you can have great, really cool space, but without relationships and helping to connect people to opportunities and say, hey, I, this might be a good idea for you, then the greatest space in the world is not going to really help that company. So, but, so Sheridan is a e-commerce platform. They're number one, and um, about five months later, uh, lottery rewards moved in, and what was cool about this is that um, and if I'm going too long, Robert, just give me like the cue. Oh, you're good. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> he's giving me the. No, I'm just kidding. He's been very polite. So um, you know, when Sherdun moved in, they couldn't wait for the next company to move in, and I would tell Tony, I go, Tony, that tells you that we're building the right ecosystem because I think in an office building, I don't think an accounting firm is like really, really excited about when's that law firm going to move in, but the guys at Sherdun will be asking me, Hey, Rick. When are the guys across the hallway going to move in? So that's the kind of ecosystem that, you know, you, you want. They're going to play off each other. They're going to want to. So, you know, sure done. Um, I mean, uh, Lottery Rewards, you probably read about them, mm-hmm. that they received a major investment from uh, the, the founders of Vicarious Visions, mm-hmm. the Guha and Karthik Bala, the brothers there. And so they eventually graduated. And that means literally they got a sizable income, uh, a sizable investment, $1.9 million. And they moved to Troy because they were putting other companies under one roof. So it was just dif- difficult to see in a way, but it was also you got, it was a success. We have S Cube, they're a, an IT services company and Internet of Things. Dumbstruck, which is a uh, they're involved in the market and facial recognition research, and um, Velocity, which is a Travelocity.com type company mm-hmm. for pet owners. 
Fundabilities, and I just don't want to start naming them. I get in trouble. Their Fundabilities is a crowdfunding company, and our newest tenant, which hasn't moved in yet, they move in, um, you know, hopefully within the next month or two, is Kirsch Helmets. Oh yes, heard them. Uh, they were a guest of ours. Great yeah, company. Wonderful, wonderful company. So, uh, like you said, uh, part of any great ecosystem, Rick, is is uh, the support network, the camaraderie, the networking. So, talk a bit, a little bit about the uh, Biz Hub portion of the biz lab oh you know i think the biz hub you know i tell people you know it's only like maybe 150 square foot room so i go it's not the most exciting room in the place but i call it the game changer room sure and that's because in that space i believe we have the best advisors in the area um, in the areas that they, they're focused on so that includes corporate law uh, includes um, ip it includes um, hr accounting so we have um and i won't name them all but we have a, a Unless I can name them. I don't know. If I Feel can free. Name them. But, yeah. All right. So we have uh, Laval and Finn. We have uh, Marvin and Company, UHY, uh, Phillips Lytle, CFO for Hire, which just got acquired by BST. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have uh, Maxine Barash and best place, uh, be, uh, Deb Best Practices. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, folks, if I'm boring you here. Uh, HR Resolved. And then we have Chris Wessel with Pinnacle Recruiting. And basically what it is is they come in, they actually are paying me rent because they believe they, that was their idea. And they actually said, we need to have skin in the game. Mm-hmm. And they provide free services to the companies here um, up to a certain point. So their advisory cert, you want me to read a contract? You want me to help you understand how to go about um, a recruiting, a search for a candidate? But then if you start to get into the point where you're like, well, we really want to um, actually conduct a, a full search then you actually pay that person. Now, hopefully, they'll give them a discount because they realize they're a startup. Sure. You know? So we have one really wonderful success story. Uh, I'm sure there's been more that I don't, they don't come to my attention. Uh, Chris uh, from uh, Pinnacle actually found the chief of sales for Dumbstruck. And that was over a period of time. They built a relationship. Chris would go up and just talk with Peter Allegretti, the CEO at Dumbstruck. And then over time... Finally, Peter was like, you know what? I think I'd like you to be the one to conduct the search. And he was successful, found somebody from um, Sports Sign-Up, which got acquired by uh, Sports Illustrated, mm-hmm. and they are thrilled. So that's, you know, people sometimes say, can I work remotely? And I go, yeah, you can work remotely, but sometimes when you're not in a building, then those creative collisions don't happen. Exactly. And speaking of those creative collisions, you mentioned pre-show uh, how a couple tenants here actually work together uh to get an app. Yeah, absolutely. So um, uh, Philosity has been pretty much just a, a web-based uh, product, so helping people be able to go find uh, pet-friendly hotels and um, or find borders. And on the third floor, S-Cube, the, just, I think it's basically from events or just walking through the building, bumping into each other at lunch, because you know, Schenectady has a lot of great restaurants, and I'll look out my window, I'll see a lot of people from different companies in the biz lab, walking down to get lunch at Zen's or uh, Johnny's or, or what have you. And so, anyway, through those conversations, um, S-Cube decided to built the app for um, Philosophy. And it's a beautiful app, actually. It was shown to me by the S-Cube guys, actually. They go, look at this, and it's phenomenal. So that's the kind of thing you want to see more of. Um, that probably would not have happened if they weren't in the same building. Terrific. 
So speaking of this great building, you know, we're looking out front here, you know, downtown uh, Schenectady. Uh, you got parking out back, parking out front. Uh, what are uh, you know some of the things that you look for uh, in terms of a potential uh, new resident coming up here at the Biz Lab? Oh, that's a great question. Um, we're really looking for. We tell people it's people wonder like what's the difference between an incubator and an accelerator. So we call ourselves an accelerator, and people maybe have different definitions of that. But the definition that we use is it's more than just a couple guys with an idea. It's really they may have a you know they they have a product they may be pre revenue. And we're looking for, uh, you know, tech companies in general. They're doing something that is really out of the box. Um, you know, it's so like Kirsch Helmets, as, you, as your audience already knows. You know, no one is doing what they're, what they're doing. You know, Suredon, same thing. Their, their platform is very unique. When they moved in, they had, I think, 30000 in in revenue a month. Today, I think that's north of 140,000 uh, in revenue a month. So we want that real growth mode that they technology focused. And um, and good, you know, one thing I really want to highlight, we talked a little bit about people, mm-hmm. is that if they don't, if they feel like they know it all, if they feel like they don't really need mentors, they don't need anything, then and that I'm not criticizing that. We probably just don't want them here sure. because this whole place is all about people like you, Robert. Um, you know, our advisors, uh, Rich Honan. And obviously my boss, Tony Civitella, you know, you don't have to take everybody's advice, but if you're not open to hear um, seasoned leaders, seasoned business people who have been around the block and you feel like you pretty much got it, and that, I'm not criticizing that, but that's not what this ecosystem is all about. Sure. Uh, and what would the application process be like if, let's say, somebody had a great idea and wanted to talk to you about coming in? You know what? I really basically just, if they email me, it's uh, rdorico at nybizlab.com. Um, basically, or they can call me, uh, 518-857-3053. That's my cell. I have no problem uh, getting you know, texts as well. And basically, I usually talk to them first. And I want to hear what their idea is, where they're at, you know, how far along they are in the process, a little bit about their team, a little bit about their investors, a little bit about you know, um, projections, all that kind of stuff. And then in that process, I just say, you know, is this something that you know, I should bring to Tony? Because really the next step is you know, Tony and I will meet with them. And then if that is a go, then if they want to be part of Startup New York, that's the, uh, the t- state's you know, tax incentive program for startups, then we bring it before uh, Santity County Community College, which is our sponsor. And i got to tell you, SCCC has been a phenomenal partner. So we are so far six for six of the companies that we – every company right now, Robert, that is in the building happens to be part of Startup New York. Great. You don't have to be Startup New York. That's been a, some people wonder about that, but you don't have to be. So not everybody wants to have that, uh, either the going through the process because it's paperwork. Sure. Um, and others just feel like maybe it's not really going to benefit me. So you don't have – I want to make that really clear to anybody listening. You don't have to be part of Startup New York, but we happen to be. Um, we happen to have all of our companies right now. But, again, next thing they do is they go to SCCC and then um, – then it goes to the state, and then the state, you know, is, so far has approved it. So, excellent. Again, this is a source of innovation podcast. I'm your host Robert Brathe, and we're here at the New York Biz Lab with Rick Dorico. So, talk to us a little bit. Uh, you know, we, we we hang in similar circles when it comes to networking and so on. So, share with our audience. I always like asking the question. You know, what are what are some tips you have for for networking effectively? Oh, that's a good question. You got good questions there, Robert. I like that. Um, you know, I think number one is it's not necessarily trying to see how many business cards you can get at the end of the day. I, there are times when I do look at my business cards 
and I, I'm trying to remember the person that I talked to. I'm trying to remember that. So if you have one or two or three good conversations, I think you're doing really well. And it really is. You know, I used to be a reporter by trade, 27 years as a reporter, and I really genuinely like to talk to people. I like to hear people's stories. And so I'm not in a hurry. We probably You probably have seen this as well, Robert, where you can somebody is kind of looking for the next person to talk to. They're oh, kind yeah. of looking over you. And I'm like, I tell, you know, even my, I have children who are in college, and I go, you know, people notice that. You know, really take an interest in the person you're talking with. And you may think, this is the interesting thing, too, and I don't know if I'm answering your question exactly, but you may think that person X that you're talking to has nothing to do with your business, and you're not gonna, that's not going to be a fruitful conversation. And you may be very surprised. It could be two months five months, a year down the road, that that person who maybe is not, you know, anywhere near your industry you're going after, who knows somebody, who knows somebody, and because you had a good, good, you started a conversation and you had a good relationship, it turns into something. So I just say, don't give yourself a, a, uh, an arbitrary number of people that you need to meet. I think if you can go to an event and you have people that you know are going to, like, you know, right now on uh, April 5th, there's a Startup Tech Valley event that's coming to Schenectady. You can see who's already registered on the StartupTechValley.org website. So if you go through that, you go, hey, look, there are four or five people I really want to meet. I want to know that person. You know, maybe you spend a little time in advance going online, seeing if there's been any stories written about them. You can go and say, hey, Robert, I heard about your new podcast. How's that going? So I can actually talk to you like I researched you a little bit, like I actually care about you. So if you can do that, great. If you can't, then just be there to, to kind of be a sponge and just like listen and hear stories and, you know, take an interest in, in, in whoever it is you're, that's right directly in front of you. So. Great. How about the uh, casino? What do you think of uh, the impact of the casino on the startup community? Oh, well, you know, we hope that they don't go there too much. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, most of them are so heads down. Uh, you know, I, don't, I, th- I think that what the, what the casino does, uh, maybe more than anything else, is it's just driving more traffic to the area. You know, some people that we, you know, we were there on um, a couple of days ago because Tony spoke at a conference, uh, a real a realtors conference, and that's where they held it, which, you know, probably wouldn't have been held in Schenectady before the casino. So I think it, it may be bring more business community who are, you know, interested in just checking it out, kicking the tires a little bit. But I don't know of anybody in the building is actually, no one's brought it up to me, and I've, I've seen it pretty much every day. So I'm not, not sure. Okay. Uh, my last question, and then uh, I always like wrapping up the podcast with a couple minutes for you to tell us uh, you know, the story of the Biz Lab and how to get in touch with you. What would have you found? Uh, you know, we always uh, see a number of great events in the area. What, what do you think uh, for those uh, people that may want to attend uh, Startup uh, Tech Valley here on April 5th, uh, which is a special edition here in, uh, at Proctor's That's at right. 6 p.m.? Uh, normally that meets uh, over in Troy. Uh, some advice uh, on, on typically what people can expect in an event like that from the past and, and maybe from the one here in, in a couple of weeks. Yeah, well, a couple of things. In general, they're very high energy. I, I'm really very impressed by the organizers. Uh, Kelly and Jason have done a phenomenal job of of not just uh, keeping the event going and, you know, you know how involved, how hard that can be, yeah. but also really making sure you're getting the right types of companies. I know that they work with all the companies on their pitches. Um, so it's been phenomenal. So I think it's very high energy. Um, Schenectady is going to be a little bit different because um, we are, I, I've, I've also, I, I haven't, I, Jason and Kelly, you're going to hear this for the first time here probably. Um, we actually invited the mayor to introduce one of the companies. We invited Ray Gillen, who's the head of Metroplex, who's been involved in some of the companies here at the Biz Lab. 
Um, he's going to be introducing one of the companies, Mona Golub, because uh, Golub Corp and Price Chopper is one of the sponsors. So we, I invited uh, Mona to introduce one of the companies. Um, I also have invited uh, Dave Buco because one of the companies is over at the, uh, the Innovation Center. And so uh, that's just a little bit different. Um, I've given him one minute to do right. those. <laughs> so it's going to be very tight. But um, I, And then we have the after party over at TransFinder. I don't know if you knew about that. Did you know about that? I, I'm going to be there. So that's I hope exciting. that uh, people will come there. But um, And we have the BizLab tour in advance. If anybody wants to come to Schenectady an hour before the event, they don't know, you know what to do with themselves, come to the BizLab and I'll give them a tour. But I think you know we want to make sure we're very respectful of the uh, – of this showcase of this venue that uh, Kelly and Jason have put together. And then we've kind of put a little bit of a scantity twist on it. Fantastic. So again, we always like wrapping up our show to give you a couple minutes to again, tell us who you are and best way to get in touch with you and how people can get involved in the New York business lab. Sure. So um, again, my name is Rick DeRico. I'm the managing director here. Um, just real quick. One thing about you want me sharing the story. I used to cover entrepreneurs. So I was a reporter for a local business paper and I covered entrepreneurs. And I covered uh, venture capital, and I always found these people to be very inspirational. And that includes many of the companies I covered are no longer in business anymore. Some are, and some definitely hit it out of the park, like Autotask um, and uh, Commerce Hub and others, but others uh, not. And you know what? I still found them to be inspirational because they were um, willing to like jump out of the plane, so to speak. Sure. You know? um, so as a result of that is because I used to cover Tony Civitella and Transfinder that he was like, Rick, I think, uh, you know, you understand that side of things. So you could be my managing director of the startups and be my PR director over at Transfinder. So at, at, over here at the BizLab, you know, what we're looking for is companies that really want to swing for the fences. So, you know, you have an innovative idea. You have actually put some of your own sweat equity into it and your own money into it. You actually have a product. Maybe it's not perfect. Maybe it's your, you know, your MVP, but you you're further along than just an idea on a napkin, and that's why I want to talk to you. You know, and do you want what? What do you? And I guess if you could know your story enough to know what it is you're looking for, what do you need? What are your needs? Is it investors? Is it just connections? Is it some technology? You know, are you a tech company but you don't have any tech people on your staff? And you know how how are you working? How are you working with that? Um, that's, you know, what I'm looking for. If you want to be a part of something also where, you know, one of the things about our companies is I'm always showing this building to people all the time. We're walking through all the time. So today, actually, just an hour ago, I had some people that I walked through the building and they like it. They, 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 they're telling their pitches every day, pretty much, or I should say a few times a week. And they're talking about their businesses. They see that they are, we respect their business for sure, but they also want to have an open door. Sure. They want to be part of a community. So if you don't want to be part of a community, and that's okay. Again, you know what you need and what you don't need. But I think people who are here realize they want to be part of a community. So as you know, Robert, you've been to several of the events that we've had at the BizLab. Mm-hmm. Those events, you know, one was on cybersecurity. One was on how to build your very first sales team. Um, you know, we had um, uh, Steve Lobel and Walt Robb, who both wrote books about, um, you know, Taking risks mm-hmm. and uh, failing my way to success, uh, failing your way to success. Steve Lavelle's wonderful book. Um, you know they want it. These are all with the the startup person in mind. You know what kind of things do they need? I always tell people the goal of all these things is to help you avoid pitfalls. Yes, you're going to make your own. You're going to make some mistakes. You know that's going to happen. But if you can learn from somebody else, 
and avoid some and get along, get further along faster. That, that, that's our that's our motto, right? It's called it's uh, grow smart and grow fast. You know, you can grow if you don't grow smart, and then sometimes that fast growth can, that fast growth can really you know lead to ruin. So you want to be very smart about it. You want to be very methodical. That's why the biz hub is so important because you know are you handling payroll correctly? Have you incorporated correctly? You know, are there any minefields out there that you may not even be aware of? Because you know what, Robert, when you start your own business, um, most people don't start a business saying, man, I can't wait to do payroll. Right. No, that's just something, that's a necessary evil. Sure. So that's why we try to put these folks around so they can help them say, look, we know that this is not your expertise. We know this isn't your passion. But we Let us help you make sure you got your system in place. So in terms of contacting me, again, just you can feel free to call me or text me at 518 518- 857-3053. You can email me at rderico, that's R-D-E-R-R-I-C-O, at uh, nybizlab.com. And uh, I'm happy to talk to anybody, anytime. I, I really do love talking about this stuff. Great. Thanks so much for joining us, Rick. I appreciate it.